0: Hello Bridgetown and all of you joining us online, I'm Bethany Allen and this is the Bridgetown Daily for Friday, May 29th. Have you noticed how time right now is a very strange thing? Most of us aren't asking for more. In fact, many of us are asking for less, thinking of all you parents out there. Our days now somehow have this distinct ability to feel both long and short at the same time. And our planning for the future feels, at best, permanently on hold, at least until further notice. Maybe it's some sort of pandemic butterfly effect, but whatever it is, it has, for better and worse, forced me to see and embrace time in a new way. To me, it feels both newly fragile and short, and yet at the same time, robust and intricate. Laced all throughout the scriptures is this concept of time— From Jesus, who said, my hour has yet to come, to Paul, who says, today is the day of salvation, to the great King Solomon, who said, there's a time for everything. As I've been reflecting on time, and maybe more specifically, the time we have been given in this season, I keep coming back to a verse of scripture from Psalm chapter 90. This verse is set right in the middle of a prayer that Moses offered on behalf of the people of Israel in response to their crisis of exile, and it centers around time. Now, leading up to the verse, there's this beautiful and sharp contrast drawn between humanity's limited time and God's enduring time. God being an eternal and limitless creator, and we being creation with limits. The first 11 verses of this text seem to crescendo as they list and call out the might and the power and even the wrath of God. And then, in what feels like a moment of both clarity and breath, The author writes this simple prayer. Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Scholars say here that this line is not as much about the petition as it is the meaning and sentiment behind it. Notice the language the author uses. Teach us to number. To number something is to count it as important, or to mark it. In the Hebrew here, it even means to reckon. So some may ask, what good is it to count your days? Some still may think it's a bit morbid, but I think James Lindbergh got to the heart of it when he said that this prayer could really be interpreted, teach us to make each day count. I like that. So how do we do that? I mean, we've all read the cute quips on Instagram encouraging us to keep going or heard the sound bites of YouTube self-help rhetoric, but how do we really learn to make each day count? When we number our days, we are by nature forced to come to grips with our limits, with our smallness, and even the reality that so much of how we experience life is out of our control. And it's in that space where we have a choice to make. Will we either look to ourselves or others for dependence and support, knowledge, insight, direction, and even joy? Or... Will we embrace our place as creation and look somewhere else, and more specifically to someone else? Numbering our days is at its core about disavowing our autonomy and embracing our dependence. It's about accepting our frailty and limits as humans and discovering that therein lies our freedom. The author of this text finishes this prayer with these words that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Or another way to say that is that we would become wise. The writer highlights that wisdom is gained when we number our days, but why? One scholar noted that to reflect on our days, to number them, is to accept life's brevity in such a way that we are then able to turn and give our attention to the things that really matter, to eternal things. Numbering our days weans us from the lies and distractions and darkness of the world and teaches us to want for other things or better things. The natural byproduct of numbering our days is space. It's the margin to think well about our lives and others, to reflect on how we have and are spending our days, to take notice of God's goodness, and to disrupt and call us out of the rhythm of the world and into a space with the Spirit. Numbering our days provides for us room to apply wisdom. I can't think of a better time to learn this truth than now in this very wild and topsy-turvy time. How different would our lives, our days, our seasons look if we did this? What would change? What would shift? What would we be free of? What would we enjoy just a bit more? The author of this text ends this psalm with a request. Establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. This request rooted in the wisdom of one who has learned to number their days. What would it look like for you to number this day? To make today count? How would you grow or gain wisdom? I want to end our time with a blessing from this text. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on you. May he establish the work of your hands. Yes, establish the work of your hands.